What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, May 24th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and I am joined by the man with the best hair in the biz, aka FM3 underscore on Twitch.tv, and he is Fran Marabella the third. Fran, how you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing great, man. You're <laughs> you're at the wheel. I'm loving this. This is the best news. We got a lot of news today, but this was the best news today that you're hosting. We got news. We got hype, and we got Memorial Day gaming to get down All into. Right. It's a fun, long, extended weekend, and me and Fran are gonna run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. So, Fran, let's just get into it, ladies and gentlemen. This is kind of funny games daily, each and every weekday on a variety of platforms we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about if you like that be part of the show at patreon.com slash kind of funny games at the bronze level or above to get your questions comments concerns bad psn names and everything else <laughs> under the video game sun red on air. Silver members and above can get the ad-free versions of the show after we post them. If you have no pucks to toss, no problem at all. You can turn in live to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to watch us record the show. And if you're watching live, you got a special job to do. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong to help us set the record straight with everything we screw up for everyone watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast podcast services around the globe. Now, some housekeeping news for you. We got some fun pieces here. Of mm -hmm. course, Andrea will be in London across the pond oh this God. weekend <laughs> at the What's Good Games meetup on Sunday, May 26th at the Marquee of Westminster from 3 to 6 p.m. More details on her Twitter at Andrea Renee and at Facebook.com slash What's Good Games. One more piece of housekeeping I gotta tell you. Tim is currently <laughs> at Disney World this weekend, so if you're out there enjoying Disney World, bring that man some sunscreen because I can only Tell. He's burnt down there in Flow Flow. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack, Tom Bach, and Muhammad Muhammad. Today we are brought to you by Quip and Third Love, but we'll tell you about that a little bit later. So for now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for We got seven stories on the docket today, Fran. Oh, Baker's dozen. Let's talk about it. Story number one, Call of Duty 2019 is allegedly called Modern Warfare. What a this, great name. What a great Brand new, never thought of name. that. I, I wouldn't have thought of that one. We're going to talk about that. This story from IGN.com by Matt Perslow. The story reads, This year's Call of Duty game is allegedly a soft reboot of Modern Warfare series and will be titled Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And it's supposedly days away from a reveal on May 30th. The news comes from Twitter, user and YouTuber Long Sensation, who simply tweeted out a name along with the addition of, quote, I'm not joking. Kotaku's Jason Schreier, known for his reliable sources, tweeted back, I can confirm this is true and that is hilarious. The first one was Call of Duty for Modern Warfare, so obviously the fourth one, <laughs> fourth one is called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Video games are just absurd. Jason also later discussed in the game as a, quote, soft reboot, end quote, and Eurogamer has a run on the report claiming its own sources that validate the name. 
story reads, it's important to note that Call of Duty Modern Warfare is not the same as the original 2007 Modern Warfare, which is full, which in its full title is Call of Duty 4 <laughs> Modern Warfare. I'm already getting tripped up. There's too many Call of Duties. <laughs> this, however, will be the fourth Modern Warfare game, just in case you were getting yourself confused. We I are. know I am. Yeah. Fran. It's a lot of Call of Duty talk, a lot of modern warfares in my day. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the title here? Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, definitely a little surprised uh, because, yeah, there's, there's been so many Call of Duties and certainly modern warfare and advanced warfare and this warfare. But it seems like they're sticking with it. Um, it's just it is a little odd to me um, that they would go back to that name. But I mean, whatever. Who cares? Like God of War was God of War. And like, do we really care at the end of the day if we see a trailer and the image sticks with us? I'll, I, it's not like I'm going to forget that it's called Modern Warfare and it's 2019. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I also think it goes back to the roots. Everybody knows Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. That name is synonymous oh, yeah. in that multiplayer shooting genre. They've had the remastered recently, a couple, what, a year ago or so. And so you have that title yeah. in your brain and you're thinking to yourself, man, I'm excited for more. If you're an average gamer like myself, sometimes you get confused on which year's which. You know, Treyarch, Sledgehammer, Raven. Yeah. Who's doing what in Infinity Ward? I don't know. <laughs> but when I see Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I know, okay, this is the game genre I'm about you, to get. You, you make a really strong point, which is it is synonymous with one of the most beloved versions of Call of Duty multiplayer. And from that studio originally as well, right? And so uh, it's exciting to go back to that. And that seems to be the message that is possibly coming down the pipe. The fact that it's a couple things on this. Uh, the fact that it is maybe a week from now, almost on Thursday. Uh, that's what Eurogamer sources were saying. This May 30th date. That's not far away. And I've been saying for a while now, there's been some of the turmoil. We've heard uh, things shifted around a bit, that some things went back to Treyarch. Uh, Jason Trier had that big report on Kotaku. And I, I started to wonder if this would be one of the first years in a while that we wouldn't see Call of Duty until it was like E3. Because it was like common for a while. You'd see it on the Xbox stage. And that was the first big reveal. But they kind of started to set the stage. They're like, look trailer in April. We've seen trailers in April. We've seen a lot of stuff in May. So the fa I was like, what is going on? So anyway, my, my two points there were one, I was like, are we going to even see this? It looks like we will see it before E3 that they'll get ahead of it. But it has taken a while. And I wonder with some of that turmoil going on, do you think it's kind of down to the wire or who knows? Like, is this just a plan? What do you think? Meaning it seems late to me. Do you, you know, think this seems normal to you? That's interesting you say that. I think it sounds normal to me. So yeah. last year, if you remember, during the Western Conference Finals with James Harden and Golden State, mm -hmm. James Harden had the Black Ops 4 hat on. And everybody <laughs> started freaking out seeing the logo. So right now we're heading towards the NBA Finals. We're still in the Conference Finals. Yeah. This seems it's about right. around then. Here, around May 30th, sounds right to me. And they had the quote in that story that some celebrities already went hands-on with it and yeah. were mentioning Call of Duty Modern Warfare. So it yeah. sounds about right to me. The May 30th before E3, maybe a little reveal trailer, maybe some hype up video to get us going towards that. Yeah, it, I was going to say, like, I'm splitting hairs, by the way. I mean, I'm talking about trailer drops that are around <laughs> April 20th. And then maybe last year it was May 18th or like we're, yeah. we're you know, 20, 15 days different. So it's it's on track seemingly. But it was for me, to, again, down to the wire. Um, I thought it would maybe show up at E3. But I'm very confident, given all this details, that we will see 
this game that we're talking about, seemingly Modern Warfare, in like a week. Exciting so, stuff, Fran. And I want to stick with the Call of Duty beats mm. really quick. Just want to add in Call of Duty Mobile to feature a Battle Royale mode. This story from Venture Beats by Dean Takahashi. The story reads, Activision revealed the first glimpse into the Battle Royale mode for the upcoming Call of Duty Mobile game today. It's being custom built for mobile and features Call of Duty signature gameplay with a lot of first-person shooter action. The Battle Royale mode features a big map with locations throughout the Call of Duty universe. Now, we've had a lot of talk of Call of Duty. want to keep this part short. Yeah. But very interesting to see them add a mobile Battle Royale to this Call of Duty mobile that is coming out. So you add another extra layer to it. It's got some fun details. I definitely want to go in with you. But Mm -hmm. are you a mobile Battle Royale type of guy, Fran? Yeah. I don't... I mean, I got nothing (laughs) against it. But, like, I'm just not out there, whatever, laying on my lawn or in a car playing (laughs) Battle Royale. Wherever the kids are playing it this must stuff make on their phone at though. school, it must make sense. They might be looking at something of like seeing Fortnite and PUBG. Well, and that's like what I was their, yeah. gonna say. Yeah, it's yeah. Very I was like, that's their competition. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense to me that they're like, we, we got to get in on this. I mean, Fortnite and PUBG mobile transactions must be through the roof for that that genre. And if Call of Duty's gonna like really get serious about the space, they need a mode like this. So. Yeah, very interesting. Mind you, it will not be tied to blackout mode, so it will be its own service is what the story says. It also goes through, it's up to 100 people in the Battle Royale. You're going to have solos, squads, duos. There's a revive mechanic where you can pick up your teammates' dog tags. You'll be able to revive oh. them. They'll drop in from a supply drop. Never heard so of that idea before. That, uh, Apex, they have never heard of an we'll idea like out. that. <laughs> and they also have classes in this one. So instead of just dropping in as soldier number one, you're actually going to choose from up to six, I believe, classes, maybe eight, all with a fun trait and special ability. One that I saw was called the Clown, and he actually <laughs> throws the zombie monkey bomb out into the battlefield, and zombies will follow that enemy that it gets near. That's so, actually dope. I like that. Kind of a cool little twist fun. on their battle royale that they currently have out. Now, friend, this is a big one, and a lot of topic going on about story. this, a lot of talking back and forth. I'm going to let you take over this one because it's a lot of reading. I'm going to let you cut it yeah. off what you want, and I'll add what I got. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I grabbed the story on the anti-loot box stuff that is heating up. This uh, was the information that came way of Brendan Sinclair. It's good that you let me read that because I wrote his name wrong in here. Um, <laughs> over at Games Industry Biz. But basically, this has been talked about a little bit, and now it's getting a little more serious about this anti-loot box bill here in the U.S. As promised Missouri Senator Josh Hawley introduced legislation uh, today, I believe, but into the U.S., oh, sorry, yesterday, seeking to ban loot boxes and pay-to-win mechanics in games for children. Hawley has found two original co-sponsors for the Republican senator's proposal, and both are coming from the other side of the aisle. So it's got bipartisan support, right? It's getting more serious. Um, The quote goes like this from Hawley himself. Only the addiction economy could produce a business model that relies on placing a casino in the hands of every child in America with the global with the goal of getting them desperately hooked. I'm proud to introduce this landmark bipartisan legislation to end uh, to end. This is typed wrong to end these exploitative practices. So he's pretty serious about it. There's a lot of, uh, in my opinion, grandstanding language, but that's how these things get done. It's a it's a travesty that these are out there. Like, look, I'm actually okay with this topic because we know loot boxes are dangerous, but we're going to hear a little bit more from the ESA uh, a little later. 
I'll jump to that in just a second, though. So uh, let's see. Marky, who is uh, from Massachusetts, had said, Today's digital entertainment ecosystem is an online gauntlet for children. Inherently manipulative games features inherently manipulative game features that take advantage of kids and turn playtime into paytime. Should like be out of bounds. These like guys that. are they're very good at quote. what they do. Like I say, they, they're grandstanding. It's great, um, but they're, they're serious about this, obviously. And um, another uh, guy had added here. This was Blumenthal, and he is from. He's Democrat from Connecticut. Uh, he noted the bipartisan nature of the legislation and called the monetization practices reprehensible, saying Congress must send a clear warning to app developers and tech companies. Colin, children are not cash cows to exploit for profit. Okay, so that's the government side, the Congress side of things. Now, the Entertainment Software Association, who we know runs things like E3, and uh, you know they're they're very big and a uh, big part of our industry, leaders of the software industry here, you could say. So the ESA is saying uh, in its own statement from the CEO Stanley Pierre Louis, and uh, he had this to say: This legislation is is flawed and riddled with inaccuracies. It does not reflect how video games work, nor how the video our industry strives to deliver innovative and compelling entertainment experiences to our audiences. The impact of this bill would be far-reaching and ultimately prove harmful to the player experience, not to mention the more than 220,000 Americans employed by the video game industry. We encourage the bill's co-sponsors to work with us to raise awareness about the tools and information in place that keep the control of video game play and in-game spending in parents' hands rather than the government's. All right, how are you feeling about this whole thing? Fran, this is pretty incredible. We're seeing around the globe, people are talking about loot boxes, talking about this gambling type feel, and they're really trying to get it out to protect the kids, protect the family's wallets. I think when it comes down to you and I as grown adults, I think we can make our own conscious decisions, but really these lawmakers are trying to protect the kids, protect the families from baby Fran over there just ran through my wallet all of a sudden. Yeah. Try to pay to win on farming Someone simulator. make a Photoshop it's funny, of baby J- Fran. It's funny. I remember Jack Black was talking about how one of his sons, which now you can probably watch on Jablinski Games. Uh, love that channel. But one of his sons a while back, he was on Conan or something, and, and spent like thousands of dollars, and he wrote, like obviously has millions of dollars, but he wrote in, and he's like, I want my money back, and was working with a developer, because like he was like, this is completely uh, an unfair practice, and you know, you sort of allowed this. So, like on the one hand, I'm like, I definitely don't disagree. There's problems. There's people who are criminal. Actually, I think in their behavior, some of the developers are taking way too many um, advantages of people in the way they design stuff. It's totally exploitative. However, I personally do not want this in the hands of the U.S. government to start working with, as you read more, this would be in the hands of the Federal Trade Commission. And as, as the ESA points out, you've got what happens is you've got 220,000 people or more's jobs on the line. They boil down some law that the FTC is running. And who knows what their impacts would be. But I do think it's important that the discussion is still going. I just really don't want to see this go any further in terms of the U.S. government. So I'm a, I'm a little worried about that aspect. No, friend, you hit it right on the I, head. Yeah. I believe the senator in question that's creating this bill, quote, said, I am not a gamer. So that's the <laughs> issue here. When you have your 
Stadia presentation, you come out and you go, well, you know, I'm not really a gamer. Then you start to question, do you truly know the full story? Yeah, you got to go work with those people that are truly on the front lines of this. Exactly. Yeah, and it is nuanced and detailed, and every game's different, whatever. We do need better practices there. I don't know how to enforce it, but uh, the ESA and you know others, I do think, have been helping somewhat, but there's a lot more work to do. But yeah, to exaggerate, it'd be like saying, Vegas needs to go. No more Vegas. It, it is it's a cesspool and there's gambling and like it needs to go. And you're like, wait a second. Like anyway, there's of course things that need to be improved, but like shutting down the whole city, you know, again, just to exaggerate, I don't think we need to shut down all of this depending on when it's used properly. But um, it, it, it's nuanced. And as an example, right now, as for the definition of the loot box, the bill would apply to any quote, add-on transaction that adds a feature or enhances entertainment value in a randomized or partially randomized fashion. Let me read that again. That adds a feature or enhances entertainment value in a randomized or partially randomized fashion. It also specifies any system where buying something uh, unlocks the ability to buy other things that users aren't informed about before the initial transaction. That part's not so bad. But um, anyway, because you start boiling stuff down, I mean, I just think it could be, it's nuanced, you know, and it's it's a little dangerous, but... Um, there's some very bad loot box practices. I mean, there's definitely some bad loot box <laughs> it's practices. It's a big problem. So, and there's a lot of wording in this. I definitely encourage you to go read it. Yeah, check it out. Form your own opinion. I mean, they talk about DLC level boosting. They're talking about one that I saw from uh, Games Moto. My apologies, mm -hmm. right there, or Gizmodo. My apologies. The law says it's not a minor-oriented game, and now they're saying that the company would have to look a judge in the eye and say, "We didn't think a minor would be able to play our game." or would want to play our game. And so, really, <laughs> minors are playing all games. How can somebody look at another person and say, you know what, I didn't think, you know, baby Fran over there was going to get a hold of my <laughs> game Fran. one day. And so, it's pretty wild. It's a great one, and definitely yeah. a story that will continue to go on oh, yeah. for probably years to come. We do know the goods, the bads from this, Fran. Yeah. Very interesting been, stuff. Yeah, it's been moving fast the last few months, but we'll see. I mean, it's funny. I didn't expect to hear this for... for more about this for several months from now and it it's kind of moving fast so anything could happen but uh it is an important topic and and we got to keep our eye on it regardless but i just hope it doesn't become an fdc law that just sounds messier personally i love it fran let's go on to story number three star wars kotor movie reportedly in the works this story from colin camber Colin Campbell at Polygon. Whoa, the whoa, store whoa, whoa, whoa. This sounds like a screencast story right here. I know. You know, Fran, you know put what? it on the dock. Blame Fran. Yeah, no. Oh, well, see, because that's a, I knew people were going to say this, and it's like, oh, we're out here reporting on... First of all... <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's running in the room. Man. First, first of all, not everybody watches every show, okay? Hey, Give hey, them the news they want. Everybody watches screencast. Step off, bro. Step you off. step off. I got two movie stories today oh, for you. Oh, I mentioned you, in the dude. Sonic stuff. I got a lot more than I that. I mentioned in the Sonic screencast coming up after this. Yeah. Right? yeah, exactly. It's okay. Don't worry. We're just quickly going over this blast stuff. Fight this. him, Kev! Fight him! Fight you! Stop interrupting, Mike. But yeah, let's, let's we'll quickly reads. mention some movie news, but it was big video game news as well. A report in BuzzFeed <laughs> News says that a Star Wars movie based on the classic LucasArts role-playing game, Knights of the Old Republic, is currently in development. No release, don't, no release date is known, and the movie has not yet been confirmed by LucasArts. Lucasfilms, but according to a report, the script is being worked on yeah. by Laida. 
Palo Gridis. My apologies on the <laughs> I name. I butchered That's that one. I was one. like, good luck. <laughs> Who is known for her script on Alexander and Shutter Island, among other projects. Her latest title, I believe that she co-screen wrote, was Alita Battle Angel. I was reading in a oh, different yeah. report. Yes, that was So trendy. if you like that one, there it is. But Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic was developed by Bioware and published by LucasArts in 2003. The highly regarded game is set thousands of years before the events of the core movie series. So... Fran, yeah. this is some exciting news right here. You know, I also read possible trilogy in the works. She's almost done with Based the first on this? screen, right? Man. Yeah, pretty exciting. I mean, that's stuff. What, they need more Star Wars trilogies because you're going to need to fill every <laughs> spring and fall between the major releases. And anyway, I did think it was a quick note. I think they'll cover it a lot more on Screenscast, but. Um, yeah, I mean, KOTOR, man. You're not going to keep me away from KOTOR news. Uh, a fantastic Bioware game and a really cool universe. So I'd be down for a movie, but like so many Star Wars, I'd be down for that. Anything. Like, as long right. as it's good. You know? <laughs> Give me more Star Wars. And of course, Darth Revan. That would be super cool to see on screen playing the game. That was a lot of fun. And a possible trilogy set way before the Star Wars cinematic universe that yeah. we've seen so yeah. far. I think would be good for them. You know, get away from the Skywalker name. This could be a good one right there. That's a good point. We'll see how it goes but All of right. course that's a little movie news sprinkled it's in there game news i'll fight you for it kevin story number four gearbox takes step back in legal fight with former exec by matthew handeran by or from gamesindustry.biz yeah. the story reads former gearbox exec wade cauldron confirms that the borderland studio has not followed through on its threat gearbox software did not file a grievance against the former general counsel wade cauldron despite pledging to do so in January this year. The grievance was mentioned by Cauldron and Gearbox CEO Randy Pittsford, Pittsford trading lawsuits at the end of 2018. The former made numerous allegations mm -hmm. in the lawsuit filed in December, including that P Pittsford had siphoned $12 million in royalties as an executive bonus. Gearbox has filed a suit of its own against Cauldron in the months before, which allegedly he had failed to repay numerous loans taken during, uh, taken during his time as the company's legal counsel. When the legal battle came to light, Gearbox issued a statement which outlined a clear intention to, quote, file a grievance with the State Bar of Texas against the former general counsel, Wade, for disciplinary proceedings for filing a lawsuit that includes uh, accusations that he knows to be untrue. The quote, or end quote, the lawyer's rules of professional conduct expressly prohibit a filing of documents that are knowingly false. So, Fran, we talked about this a couple months before, the back and forth between these two yeah. guys over at Gearbox. What are your thoughts now as it possibly is dropped, I believe? I mean, I don't know about that part yet, but, uh, and by the way, I think it's Wade Calendar, but I, I don't know. He's got two L's in the name Calendar. Anyway, um, yes, made some, we know there were accusations on a, a number of things. There was this $12 million royalties. There was the whole thing on, I believe there was that podcast and there was a USB uh, drive yes. left behind uh -huh. that featured some videos on it that were questionable, uh, but accusations were made even ahead of some of that info being out there. So, long story short, there, there, there's a tiff going on, and it's a big deal with two major folks, you know, including the current CEO of uh, Gearbox. But where we're going with this is all this story is about is he checked in and said, "Hey, did they really file this grievance with me?" And it has not happened. So, 
does that mean that it's not serious, that they're going to drop it, that they're going to back off? Like, we don't know yet, but it does show you that they didn't really follow through on something as a priority, that, that they sort of had been out there saying, like, we're going to do this. Um, and it's not done yet, and it's been a while. So who's to say why at this point? You know, um, I know that folks have been reaching out to Gearbox and, and all that, but they haven't commented. I'd be surprised if they did anytime soon. Yeah, it's interesting, Fran. You know, this kind of all started to happen and surface right before we saw the Borderlands 3 reveal. And so you had a lot of maybe bad taste in people's mouth or a lot of questions of from the community of like, what's happening over there at Gearbox with Randy Pitchford and their lawyer? What's going on? And then all of a sudden we had the ETH or the uh, Borderlands reveal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is something as we kind of push this to the wayside until we get Borderlands out. We don't want this soiling the name. We want to talk about this in years to come. I don't know. That's a good question. Nick was smiling as from the uh, the outside. If you're wondering why we're laughing suddenly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to make at the time. Like January 19th was back again when some of this was coming up. And they're like, all right, this grievance is coming. You know, you have Wade checking in now saying, you know what? I checked with the bar and like, mm-hmm. there's nothing there. You know, are you guys doing this or not? I don't even know the if they have all year or years to file it. So um, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to get into that, but I don't know. I think the reveal, maybe they were avoiding some, but that was what I'm getting at is they've had since January. So, you know, between January and May to not do anything just because of that, you have the reveal and then the game comes out September 13th. So I don't think it's necessarily that, but I do think they're measuring like, look, how, how important is it in how we handle this? I mean, it is important, but do they want to stir things up, period, is the question. I yeah, mean, definitely. Because whether Borderlands is out now or later, it's still going to be a thing for them, and it's, it's important. True. But you bring up some odd wording like you talked about with that USB and the documents supposedly on it. You don't really want to bring that up during your Borderlands reveal. I wouldn't want that happening. Oh, no. And so, Heck no. Uh, it will be interesting to see after the you know the game release, does this come back to light? How far in the future do we ever talk about this story? Or is it dead and dropped? And maybe they have moved on because they want to go on towards this release. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it was dead and dropped. I mean, and Randy has been outspoken about <laughs> almost everything. So... Who knows? Maybe there's a comment right now. I better double check his Twitter. But um, I would expect to hear more. I mean, it's possible that they just haven't filed it yet because they're they're putting together something bigger. I mean, I, I don't know how this works, like I said, at the detail. Um, do they have to file this grievance to push forward on all the things that they're talking about, right? Like they're saying, hey, you've, you've accused us wrongly. Uh, is the grievance the only sort of action you would take to push it forward? Or maybe they're putting together a bigger case. And I, I really don't know, but... Um, it's really too bad to hear. It's been going on a while. I always hate to hear when you know a major video game company is suffering through something like this. But as much as I like Borderlands, if some of this stuff is true, that would be really unfortunate. But it's a very he said he said she said situation, and so who's to say? You know, you know the world we live in, man. He, can you really believe everything you hear? Not until you know the facts are really out there. So I'm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to make of it still. So they just seem very mad at each other. We'll see. It's not a good situation. We'll find out in the future. So uh, story number six, a little more movie slash video game news for you. So, Kevin, God stay in the other room. Intimidate you. you guys got to stay off the, the screen. The first news. word is video game. <laughs> right. Sonic right? movie pushed back. This story by Petra Rodov. Rodovic. I think it's Petrana Rodovic. Yes, Petrana Rodovic. Thank you, Fran. Uh, this story from Polygon.com. Story reads... 
We'll have to wait a little longer to see Sonic Hedgehog hit the big screen. The film Sonic the Hedgehog has been pushed to February 14th, 2020. The original release date was set for November of this year, but has been delayed in order to, quote, fix Sonic's look. This announcement comes after the wave of internet backlash followed by the first trailer, with many complaining about the beloved Hedgehog's design. The stinging internet critique prompted director Jeff Fowler to declare that Sonic's look would be redone before the final version hit theaters. He announced this on Twitter, complete with the hashtag, hashtag gotta fix it fast. The internet then reacted to the news, questioning the feasibility of doing intense overhauls in such a project. Mm -hmm. Fowler seems to have taken the second wave of feedback into account and took to Twitter again on Friday, posting the new release date of the movie with a new Rather, what word is that there, Fran? Loquacious. Loquacious hashtag. hashtag. I didn't didn't write that. (laughs) VFX artists were harmed in the making of this movie. Sonic the Hedgehog holds up a sign with the new release date. It should be noted that unlike his appearance in the trailer where his hands were simply white fur, Sonic has the illustration... Illustration has the signature white gloves. Paramount confirmed the new release date. Yeah. So, Fran, a lot of internet backlash came at this gentleman. He said, you know what? Me and the team, we're going to go back and I fix it I think he looked perfect. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's this whole other discussion, which will lead to screencast. I mean, you can't get you guys' perspective on this part of the show. I just wanted to mention, like, the Sonic movie got delayed. It's been a really big topic in the video game uh, industry as fans. And... Uh, you know, I think for a while we're like, are they rushing artists through this? I think that's part of the commentary here. You know, it's like, look, like they decided to make a change and now people were really like, how are you going to make them like go back and change everything just with the same release date? And they're, they're saying, no, it is going to take more time and money and um, more work for those people, but more paid work, presumably. So anyway, fast note, I'm not personally that excited about the movie and I even like Jim Carrey and, and all that, but uh, the I don't know. I just can't see this going well, but uh, they're they're busy. They're busy yeah. fixing Sonic up. So whatever. They're definitely back to work. And yeah, that's a pretty far away release date now for me, at least. I was excited to go fast and get this movie in the theater. You just right want to get it out of the way. Or just, you're that excited. Let's get to it and let's get over it. That's what I was hoping for. But get you know what? It. Internet commenters and you know the community at large. If you didn't like that, voice your opinion. People will listen, and uh, it looks like he took your comments to heart. Yeah, wants to go back Did, with the team and fix it. So I'm really hopefully yeah. it's right for you guys. Fascinated to see how it turns out. I mean, you don't see this kind of kind of thing happen where fans are entitled to something and they mm-hmm. have an outcry. Then they're like, okay, fine, you're right. You like very rarely see that. And now it's a lot of money and time being put in it. So what if it's this amazing success story? Like that movie was awesome. This is how. <laughs> How Mario should be done. Like, I, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but what if? What if? Definitely. You know, let's well, dream positively. Exciting stuff. And story number seven, this one, near and dear to my heart. I've been loving what we've been hearing. Of course, it is a, you know, I want everybody to come out on top, but this story is it. hot right now. I can't I'm wait to hear from story. you on this one. Can't wait for this one. So, story number seven. Tifu may be looking to create his own org after phase split. This story by Stephanie Vogel from Variety.com, the story reads, Fortnite streamer Tif- or Turner Tifu Tenny wants to create his own esports organization after breaking away from FaZe Clan earlier this week, according to PCGames.net, I believe is what mm-hmm. that is. 
uh, YouTuber Keemstar posted a message he received from Tfue's brother, Jack Tenney, on Thursday reportedly outlining the streamer's future plans. Quote, Turner wants to create his own org, work with brands he wants, and overall be free to change the face of gaming forever. End quote. Jack Tenney said as well, quote, FaZe refused to allow him to do this. Turner, creating his own org, is in his best interest. Emotions and friendships aside, the corporate side of FaZe wouldn't let that happen. Turner had no choice. No choice. This was the only option to get out of his contract and make his plans and dreams reality. End quote. Keemstar added that the Fortnite player also confirmed Tfue's plans. Tfue publicly spit with FaZe Clan earlier this week after a filed lawsuit claiming the esports organization was financially exploiting him. The lawsuit calls that the agreement he signed when he was 20, quote, grossly oppressive, onerous, and one-sided, end quote. It alleges allegedly entitles FaZe up to 80% of the revenue paid by third parties for Tfue services. The suit also claims FaZe uses illegal and anti, uh, anti-competitive per, uh, provisions in the agreement to severely limit Tfue's ability to compete in the marketplace. A lot of stuff going on yeah. here, Fran. I'm going to cut the story there because I got a lot to say. Yeah, you might. I'm very interested to hear what you think. You know, kind of an esports world, kind of a streaming world for you yeah. right there. And really, it also is dealing with the California Talent Act Agency. And I know your talents here in California. You might have some words on this. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, at a base, uh, a contract with, you know, Tifu when he entered into it, he was 20 years old at the time or whatever. There's there's a lot going on here, and people are like, well, you should have read it, and he's on the other side. He's like, they completely took advantage of me. There's a lot of details in here, and frankly, I, I would say this is more required reading. If you're not caught up, go catch up, because there's been like, FaZe Banks has been posting all oh, kinds yeah. of stuff. In fact, there was a new video this morning that FaZe uh, was sat, sat down with, I think it was the legal counsel or something, and they, they stated that, look, we've sent Tifu numerous contact, uh, contracts. We've been trying to negotiate for months before any of this started. And they released this video because they said, oh, now we see what we thought was going on, was happening. He just wants out to start his own org. Okay, that's one side of it. That's mm, their side. Yep. The other side, of course, is that Tifu's like, you've been completely taking advantage of me, or at least your contract can, and it's oppressive and all these. Nobody should suffer through this, and he wants to stand up to it. So... The point is there's a lot going on there, but this one was mostly just to point out that it is potentially going to turn into a Tifu org, which would be huge. I mean, for him to go out, go on his own from a story like this could be really big and groundbreaking uh, or more ground shaking, I should say, for the industry. So I don't know. I don't have a real hard opinion, as you maybe can tell. Like, I think it sucks to to get into a contract like this. you know, on one side, phase is like, look, like, yes, the contract said we could have taken 80% of his earnings on X or Y. And that was one of the calls that stood out to people. Like, that is crazy. It's absolutely crazy, you know, when he's out there doing the lion's share of, of his side of it. But they were like, wait, on the $300,000 we made him, we only took 20%. We didn't actually take it. It's still in there, which is is scary. But point is, there's a lot going on and a lot more to be heard. Joey, you seem to... I popped in. One, to say, I'm very thankful to have you two here because I've been talking <laughs> about this with Andy in the back room all week. Mm. And, no, and Andy like has like a pretty good idea of it. But I'm like, how has this not been a story on Game Zero? Oh, I've been wanting to put it on. And it, part of it is there's been so much happening. So many updates because you had yeah. Banks' video, you had Tifu's video, yep. and then the 
one drama of them alert. So many Keemstar interviews. <laughs> Tifu's brother's really Twitter cool. got hacked, I guess. And part it of me really crazy there. For yeah, a his second. brother was tweeting. Tifu's brother was saying stuff that wasn't him. And then I, for a second, when I was reading this story, I was actually like, "Wait, did Keemstar really get a message from him? I know, or was that, that a was hacker?" A legitimate question of like, <laughs> what? At what point in the timeline did that happen? Yeah, I think all of this is super interesting. I think it is interesting that they offered him so many contracts and he didn't respond to any mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. That does, I think, kind of back up. Oh, you wanted bit, out. I want out, and I don't want to. I don't want to be part of this organization, and I think that feeds into a little yeah. bit of the. I got my clout. I kind of yes. want to bounce. It, I'm out. But it'll be interesting to see Kitty Plays replied to him. Oh yeah. After the first, after the lawsuit, or his first tweet after the lawsuit, or maybe it was his link to his video that was like, yeah, "Let's start a like player owned." Organization and what that would look like, and I think that's oh, super. Kitty said that. Kitty said that to Turner before all of oh. the stuff about him starting his own org. Started. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so, maybe that's the angle. Is that's an interesting which is bit. Inter- but wait, like who owns Phase? It's Banks. Phase Banks. Yeah, he was a player though, right? I mean, it yeah, is player. And then who owns Thousand Thieves? Like you know what it's I mean? All or the hundred thieves on the yeah. same idea of like. You but I understand. It <laughs> it's it's it, it's addressing the whole like you know the comment that Phase you know themselves had said. You're like yeah like well Banks said it. He's like I had people running the contracts and the org that I it was dumb and he was like trying to be honest about it. But it was like well yeah that was dumb apparently and like now you're facing some of those consequences. But well good. I don't I'm know. Glad Mike, Joey's you, interesting. Yeah. I know. I'm glad that you have a a baseline knowledge of it. It's been something I've been keeping up with all week. Phil DeFranco has been reporting mm-hmm. on it. Keemstar Ninja weighed in on this. Yeah. One. So it's been it. pretty big in the esports and just streamer world. And it's been really interesting to see, of course, he started off with, I want to get out. The split isn't right. I'm not happy with this. Then they brought up the contract saying, you know, they want to encourage underage drinking. They want him to do crazy things inside the face house. I didn't see that. And he said, you know what? I'm going to throw that out with my lawyers. We don't want to talk about that because... Face had then posted videos of like, hey man, you had been underage drinking way before we met you or while you were oh, with God, us. I didn't catch You're all a that wild yet. card. So he wants to throw that out because he knows he can't battle on that one. Mm-hmm. As most people know, you know, young millionaires like that, they're probably partying hard. But the big one that they wanted <laughs> to talk about was he was saying the 80 20 split is unfair. I want out. I want out. And then Phase Banks came out on his own video saying, hey man, you know, I understand that was in the contract, but we haven't taken any of that money mm-hmm. from you. Actually, We've only taken, I think the number was like $64,000 total from two different promos that we brought to you. Yeah, phase sales team brought We haven't taken any them. of your tournament fees, any None other of the brand deals that you've done supposedly, in. Which was so, a big topic that he made some, I heard a number like $10 million in creator code money or something and that that was at stake, but supposedly they haven't like touched it. Yeah. Even, that's the thing, the contract apparently was a mess and they could, which yeah, like if I'm uh, Turner's dad, which is part of where this is coming from, his dad's a lawyer, it's like, Oh, I'd be terrified of that because it's business. Who knows what they're going to do? But they haven't actionably, as we've so far, as much as we know, taken huge chunks of money. Exactly. And so it's really interesting to see what else is going on. You can clearly tell they have a big bond together. The guy found him at 18 years old, brought him out to California, provided him this platform because he knew he was great. And now we see a man who's really grown into himself has a huge platform. Oh, yeah. Sees probably others like Dr. Disrespect and Ninja who might not be in these contracts that he's feeling that he wants to get out of. And, you know, the final couple parts I want to bring up was one, he said that 
I want to bring up my own organization. That's interesting to try to do. I mean, he wants to break free of FaZe Clan to make his own. That's going to be some wild stuff. What does that look like? Does that even make this look worse in the situation? Because now FaZe Banks feels betrayed saying, hey, you want to just leave us to make your own org? Not because of the money. Yeah, not they, because of the situation. That's crazy, you know? In, in a video today that was really whatever, it's within the last like 90 minutes. That's why if we're still behind, apologies. Uh, it said... Faze was saying it's akin to LeBron James wanting to take off and start his own NBA team. And that's how they're feeling. And they're like, if you think that we're going to, you know, we're trying to keep him in it. We owe it to the fans is what they're trying to lean into. He's been with us. We want to work it out. Like they're basically almost presenting it like we're a couple parents. We want to do it for the kids. We're trying to stay together. Obviously, it's business. Uh, yeah. But. I mean, it's getting super messy and super interesting. Oh, so one to wild. follow, and who knows what will even transpire over the next few hours. So. No doubt about that. Release the contract, and then it gets leaked, presumably. It, they were going to get the contracts ready to show got, the public. It got leaked. So we got a lot going on, and then the money split is wild to think about. But all in all, the, Fran, this is some big news coming out of that esports streaming world that we'll definitely keep an eye on. Yeah, What I, will happen where he'll go from here. Yeah, exactly. And like, I, I do want to say, this is like one of those stories, there's so much happening. Um, I need to catch up more on it. I'm a little remiss to like, I, I, I would have a lot to say, but it's something I would need to sit down and like think about. So if I seem at all, like I don't want to seem disingenuous. This is a big moment. Um, you know, it's not that I'm not standing behind Tifu or that I don't understand that uh, FaZe has like a business right to something. There's just a lot going on, but it is a big moment, and um, frankly, it is as simple as that contract is a disaster. Oh, yeah. And so you reap what you sow, and all I'll say is, like, look, like, whether or not Tifa's like, dude, I just got to get out, and his dad's like, you got to get out, start your own org, you're bigger than all of them, you are LeBron now, and there's some, he is still Tifu. it's not that he had no talent, you know, and that's always the the argument here, but um, FaZe obviously seems pretty offended that they did, in their eyes, help him, and now he's leaving them. It's never going to be easy, but um, it's it's a pretty big story and one to follow. But yeah, yeah, no doubt, very exciting, Fran. Near and dear to my heart, I'm very excited to keep up with that. But, Fran, all this Tifu stuff could be days away, could be months away. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to know <laughs> what is coming out to the mom and grab shops right now, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show host, each and every weekday. Yeah, see, friend, that's he's way better. It's way better. That's my boy. Thank you. Out today. Here's some games for you. Back in 1995, that releases on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Super. Tennis Blast, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Dollhouse on PlayStation 4 and PC. Skelly Cellist on Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. American Fugitive on Xbox One. Sword Art Online. Hollow Real... Real or what's that word right there? Real Vision, Real thank you. Nintendo Switch, Sword Art Online. Throw me off Sword right Art there. Sword Art Online, Hollow Realization. <laughs> it's a long title, man. <laughs> Hungry Baby... Uh, part Treats, <laughs> Nintendo Switch, Legion of Scorn PC, uh, keeping it going, Golden Key PC, Who Are You, Mr. Cooper on PC, Return to Cube Planet on PC, Dungeon Bosses on PC, and False Front on PC. I believe my guy Barrett right now is bringing up Hungry Baby. 
party treats. Let's this was the priority out of we all this. We can't not look at this it. This is the find a low-res Hungry Baby trailer. Good job. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You found, like, the Nintendo <laughs> webpage with Hungry Baby on it. Oh, good. Oh, beautiful. I like that baby face right there. So it looks, it's almost like an Advance Warsy uh, Minesweeper. <laughs> well, they're moving. No. I don't know what's going on in this game. Characters are, like, moving towards the boss, block, you know, block the block. I don't know, man. That's weird. The baby's funny. All right. Okay, I like that one. Uh, some new dates for you today. The latest Labo VR kit minigame, Sushi Board, has launched on the Nintendo Switch. As spotted by Nintendo Life, uh, Sushi Board has released for free and with almost no fuss via the ToyCon Workshop channel found in the new section of the Nintendo Switch home screen. Yeah, so I, I just pulled it. it. It was coming in hot. I grabbed it from IGN, but apparently there's a new Nintendo Labo VR kit minigame called Sushi Board, and it's out there, and it, you know they were describing like where to find it. It just sort of popped up, so go check it out if you are if you do have the VR kit. Oh. I presume that it's uh, globally accessible. It didn't say that it was like Japan only or something like that. I'm, you can only imagine rolling up the Joy-Cons, maybe chopping up the fish <laughs> with the Joy-Cons. That something might be like fun. That. We'll see about that. But here's some deals of the day for your friend. Walmart is has a Nintendo Switch with a $25 gift card. I have some more deals of the day That'd for you. That'd be great if you have even more. Of course, uh, I know Memorial Day 60, weekend. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend is going to bring you some it's sales. And Wario 64 brought up a whole lot of sales here. So let me just bring that one up. I have it here in my own notes. And just a note, after we finish deals, before we go to Reader Mail, yeah, we'll do, we'll do the it. ad read. He... You know it, Fran. I got you, big dog. He you taught me knew. well, Fran. He taught me well, everybody. <laughs> Greg Miller, just know he did a great job with me. <laughs> you're already, you're doing better than I have ever done, man. <laughs> All right. I need to find that. I saw the document Maybe, you had. Yeah, if you need I, a second, it's I fine. I don't know about that one. But I will say, Warrior 64 has some great deals Let, going on right now. Here it is. Okay. So, WB sale on Fanatical. Mad Max is currently three fifty nine. dollars right. That's $3.59 for Mad Max, folks. Get out there and get I a hold of that. I thought it was that. almost $400 for a second. <laughs> Along <laughs> with a whole lot of more sales on that one, which is pretty wild. Going on down, I do have Epic Game Store gives away another free game Rhyme. during the Epic Mega mega Sale. That is Rhyme right mm-hmm. now, so you can get Ooh. Rhyme for free. Then we have GMG Birthday Sale. Day 9 is underway. Final couple ones for you. I have Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Legacy Edition with Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered for Xbox with $16 at Walmart. So get ready for that new Call of Duty Modern Warfare with Call of Duty Modern (laughs) Warfare 4. You know what I mean? Just getting you guys pumped up for that. And our final uh, deals of the day, 25% off select game slash accessories at Newegg.com. I like Newegg. Lots of good stuff there. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it's a great resource for uh, a lot of stuff, but PC parts and whatnot. Perfect. So I have one more piece, and then mm-hmm. we'll get into it. So now it's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash games where you can get your your emails read on air right now. And, of course, you can also catch the show ad-free. But speaking of ads, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by... Quip. It's time for spring cleaning. Quip's got an easy way to start with your brushing habits. Just two minutes twice a day can help pave the way to a healthier mouth and mind. And now the whole family can get refreshed with Quip. The new kids Quip has the same two-minute timer and guiding pulses as our original version with no childish gimmicks so they can brush just like a grown-up. The new brush is the same as our original version, just tweak 
for the size down mouths. Kids are inspired to brush better and more often with oral care that looks and feels like the products the adults in their life uses. And they're proud to use Quip. Help them develop a grown-up routine with no childish gimmicks. Okay. Uh, Kid-friendly features like a small brush head, watermelon anti-cavity toothpaste, and rubber grip handles in colors little ones will love. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the ADA the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. You know, Greg loves Quip. He talks about it all the time and he's traveling right now with it in Florida and you know he's using it for that full two minutes. Over one million happy, healthy mouths use it too. Quip starts at just 25 bucks and if you go to getquip.com slash games right now, you can get your first repill fat pack for free. That's your first repill fat Pack free. That is the tongue twister of the day. Your first <laughs> refill pack is free at getquip.com slash games. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash games. Our next sponsor is Third Love. Third Love is making amazing bras that Gia and Jen and all the kind of honeys are wearing on a daily basis, and they've got the perfect bra for you. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. Find your fit with Third Love's online Fit Finder, order and try it on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. Fit Finder Quiz. Answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit in 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. Third Love offers more than 70 sizes, including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. Fit styles are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash games to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off the first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash games for 15% off today. Um... On to Reader Mail, Mike. On to Reader Mail. Great job there with the ad reading. Fran, Reader Mail number one. What's up, Fran? And infamous Snowbike Mike, question mark? <laughs> with the ultimate hype man himself on the show today. What announcement at E3 would get you hyped and really going? If I see whatever WB Montreal and Rocksteady is working on at E3, I'll probably go into a hype coma. Thanks for all you guys do. Eric Myers. I, I would. Will too. I, uh, yeah, no, there it is. I just want it so fucking bad. I, 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 I I, I, uh, I, he can't even think about it. Uh, <laughs> I would. I would. Uh, uh, Steady. Um, the uh, subreddit is collapsing uh, on itself because one of the um, people from WB Montreal just started posting um, job listings, and so now they're freaking out of like. Now we don't know if we're going to see anything this year, oh. but I don't think that really implies that we're not going to see anything. Um, also, someone else, uh, someone from Rock City was saying uh, 
someone tweeted at them of like, oh, like, are you guys going to be at E3? And he responded saying like, oh, there's nothing to report. Uh, and people are like, oh, no, we're not going to see Roxy. That doesn't mean anything, guys. It doesn't mean... All it means yeah, is nothing that he, to report he can't means, say anything right now. It means no comment. Yeah, exactly. Like, so we're not telling I, I, you anything right now. I want it so fucking bad. I want Batman <laughs> Arkham Crisis to be the Court of Owls game. I, Ooh, fuck. He's Snowbike. pumped. Snowbike Mike, you Wait, don't know is how. It, what is this you're referencing? Come, y'all. Wait, what is this you're referencing, Barrett? Is this uh, a rumored the, game? Uh, a rumor that's been going around for a while uh, that the new Arkham game, the next Arkham game will be called Batman Arkham Crisis and it'll be based off of the Court of Owls uh, New 52 Batman storyline. And that would just, I would die happy. Okay. Exciting stuff. Fram, what would get you hyped up? What would get I, you energized? I mean, I've already said it on the show. I know that Metroid Prime, unfortunately, is a ways oh, out. Yeah, but if I could just get yeah. a teaser, I want to know if Metroid, it's really. Uh, Prime Trilogy Reboot? Four. I mean, well, no. four. Or that, I mean, that's thing. No, not the. Okay. Okay, trilogy reboot, fine, but I'm talking hype. We know that they got taken out of the hands of uh, was it Bandai Namco? Who's doing it? Uh, who was working on the last? Me- it's funny, I've already forgotten because they it should have just been in Retro's hands in the first place. Hopefully, but uh, anyway, Metroid Prime Four would be just like a teaser. Let me know. It, that's what I want to know. Is it back in the hands of Retro? And maybe they finished whatever their Star Fox thing is. That's a rumor, by the way, that that they're working on something that's done that they can move on to the next Retro thing. Um, outside of that. I need a second. Like, there's always so much at E3. I mean, I guess, frankly, it's the Xbox Next, whatever it is. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I I just want to kick off the next-gen hype, even if it's going to take a year, year and a half um, to really get going. Like, that. above all, next-gen hype. I mean... Definitely, Fran. Uh, you, you know, I'm going to E3 for the first time ever, and so I'm super excited to be part of the show floor, walk around with all the fellow yeah. attendees, going to a couple of conferences. I will be at the Microsoft conference. I'm a gigantic Xbox fan, so Halo Infinite, show me some gameplay, I'll freak out. Show me the new Xbox, I'll freak out. If my guy, my man, Phil Spencer waves at me, uh, hype coma. If he waves at me, hype coma. And of course, I really want to see some Sekiro uh, DLC. I know oh, you okay. played it, died a bunch. Yeah. I love getting punished. I love dying in that video game and all the Souls games. So if I get some DLC, that would really take me over the top. What about, uh, so you're a big Souls fan. So what about, what if they show this teaser for this rumor, George R. R. Martin consulted Bloodborne meets Souls meets Game of Thrones. This is just a rumor that the he consulted. The roof might explode if that was. That one happen. sounds like maybe bigger than Sekiro DLC. Oh yeah, 100%, okay. 100% Let's go with that. that one instead. That would be amazing. Thank you, Eric Meyer. That's some great questions there. Uh, read a question number two. What's up, Snow Bike Mike and Fran? Snow Bike, you are the king of positivity and have hype that rivals Tim Gettys himself. What drives you to be a beacon of positivity? Do you carry it with you in every aspect of your life? Have people called you out on it like in multiplayer games as a 12 year old were insulting you in every aspect of your life any words of encouragement to BFs out there best friends to spread the same level of positivity just to make the world a better place love you buddy and I always enjoy whenever you make an appearance on kind of funny the nanobiologist no stranger to the show Fran I love positivity I love excitement I love energy and you know I've always carried it with me my dad used to say to me how old are you Mike and I'd be like I'm 18 he's like well guess what you retire at 65 so by my count you got like 45 years <laughs> 2,000 maybe 200,000 hours 
hours of work. You better make it fun. <laughs> and I'd say, dang, Big Mike, can I retire right now or what? He said, no. So I looked at it as I better make life fun every single step of the way. I have a great job up at Heavenly Mountain Resort where I get to ski, snowboard, and snow bike on the daily. I enjoy snow. I live in a beautiful dual season type world of Lake Tahoe. And I get to come there, down man. to kind of funny, hang out with my guy Barrett, Big yeah. Kev Dog, Fran Marabella III, the best hair in the business. <laughs> so positivity energy are always flowing through me. I encourage all of you to take a look at your life and just appreciate what you have, what you do, and go forth and be that beacon as well. Nothing is better than going to work, going to wherever you are going on that day, and just having some fun, putting on a smile because it's contagious to everybody else. That yeah, that last point is a good one. It's two, I think it's those two things. It's one, how you think about the day and how you carry yourself. You just feel better because of uh, you're so positive. I mean, you're. I, I feel like I'm reasonably positive. <laughs> you're so much more positive than I, and I love it. And yeah, you bring smiles to people's faces as well, and that is contagious, and it makes everybody better for it. So we really appreciate you, man. Uh, that was a great question. I wanted to hear the answer myself too. So thank you, Fran. That's yeah. so nice of you. We love this. Now it's time to squad up. Never roll alone. Hi, it's Chris. I'm on the PlayStation 4 in the UK, so UK time. UK Please remember love. that right there. Yeah. Cross the pond. Uh, make sure to go see Andrew and Renee over at that Spice Girls meetup with the What's the Games Girls. Spice uh, Girls meetup. Duffman1208 is his PlayStation name. Hi, looking for a best friend to help get the sweet Far Cry 5 Platinum by doing three quick co-op missions together over the bank holiday weekend. We have it Memorial Day weekend, but we'll call it bank holiday for you over in the UK. Happy to return the favor, so thanks. One more time, that is Chris on PlayStation 4 over across the pond in the UK. It's Duffman1208. Duffman1208 looking to get that sweet Far Cry 5 Platinum Trophy. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to your wrong fan. I'm going to let you take over that one because you have what's going on in the your wrong seg- segment. Kebabs, nanobiologist, capitalist, pig, and everybody best friends out there. Be good to me. Be good to me. <laughs> yeah, you already know who's in there. There's like 20 submissions from nanobiologists. So thank you. No, we love you, uh, man. These are. It's funny. I hate doing these because they're they're hard to get through. Let's see. I don't mind being wrong. It's the reason. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 the monitor. You can feel free to read through too if you spot anything, man. I, I don't have it up, so it's all you, Fran. I'm oh, living in a um, bubble of positivity. I'm na- always right. All right. Nano, Nano's calling us out. So we didn't read the names of who submitted those questions uh, to us. The reader mail. Is that true? Did Nano we just read the questions? And Eric Myers. Yes. Hmm. So we you read didn't those. read the names of people who submitted questions. Uh, on, the, the thing I think that trips people up is that you said it at the end of the question. Oh, yeah. And and that, oh. It just fell off oh, the table. You know what? He didn't let you but finish. You know what? That you're wrong was fucking wrong, and he said that <laughs> you're so wrong. Fuck Scratch him. Go, fuck to, him. go to kindoffunny.com slash nanobiologist if you want to let him know that he's wrong <laughs> about your wrong. I'm just kidding, Nano. Um, let's see. Come on, let's let's get through this. Uh, they say there was maybe a missing new date with um. God, we mentioned Gato Roboto yesterday, and I thought it was out yesterday, but possibly out today. Uh. Hungry Baby came out last year on PS4 and Xbox, says Snowbike. Take a hike. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Hey, we just talked about positivity. Where, where'd that go? It's already out the door that fast. Let's see. 
Uh, Krajuki was saying in terms of the FaZe ownership, per Wikipedia, FaZe Clan appears to be an independent esports group, but has noteworthy partnerships with Nissan. Those are just like HTC, Nissan, etc. Those are partnerships. That's probably just, you know, sales sponsorship organizations. But um, just because you're independent doesn't mean they're addressing, right, as we said, player owned. And I was like, doesn't banks own... Mm. There's, you know, there's a lot of player owned, but um, we know there's a lot of other people involved in those organizations. What else? Uh, I don't think we got anything like super wrong. Yeah. That's my boyfriend. I know you were waiting. I keep, I always look in here and a lot of them tend to be, that's what makes this hard, everybody. Like I say, don't I appreciate it. you up. Well, people write in a lot and they're letting you know, well, you were right about whatever, you know, and, and sometimes they're like backing you up, which is awesome. We love the positivity, right? But I have to read through all that live on here. But anyway, if we did miss anything big, uh, you know, you can always write in next Monday and we'll course yeah, correct. Fix that then. All right. Well, next week's show host, mind you, it's Memorial Day weekend here in the States. So guess what? No show Monday. Kind of funny. Go take that Monday off and have an extended weekend. Yeah. Tuesday, Greg and Tim Wednesday, Greg and Witta for Witta Wednesdays. Thursday, Greg and Tim. And Friday, Greg and Andrea. Fran, I'm not seeing you on this list, so why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Dude, you read my mind. Look how good he is, man. He's a uh, thank you. natural. So yeah, I may not be on here next week, but you can find me uh, at Twitch TV slash FM3 underscore, which is happening today. Fran Friday kicks off about 6 p.m. Pacific time again over on FM3 underscore. You can support me over there if you like seeing me on the show. Also, if you're in that epic uh, epic store, you can use my creator code. It's just Fran Mirabella. It's an easy way to support me if you're buying some games out there on the store and thanks for the plug mike what about you you're the best i know you brand. stream i know you're up there and tell, tell us all about where to find you you know you can find your boy at snowbike mike on twitter and instagram of course i'm posting fun positivity facts and beautiful pug photos of my two oh, splash sister sure. dogs and then of course you can catch me live on twitch.tv slash snowbike mike five nights a week bringing you the high energy fun in that spicy game play 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 <laughs> shout out to who bobby yeah, 1984 yes, who it was. and then of course you can catch me every monday night on twitch.tv slash mcpa 2k league tv where i shout cast nba 2k basketball mm. that's where you can find me six nights a week the other night I might be hibernating, but Resting. until next time, it has been our pleasure to serve you and bring the hype and positivity. Thank you all so much for having me on. Thank you, Greg and Thank Fran. Thank you, Snowbike Mike. Incredible, my man.